Welcome to the Lousy Advice Podcast. <laughs> We're Lousy Advice. Oh, are, are we saying our names? Yeah. Did we say our names last time? Uh, we did. Or did we discuss saying our names? We discussed. Well, we for sure discussed it. I don't know if we decided. I'm Selby. I'm Eric. Whoa, why don't you just jump over exactly what I'm saying? I'm Jake. Whoa, <laughs> stop yelling at me. Is your name Jake, Shelby? Or is your name Shelby Jake? Yeah, you know, when I sit there and talk about, should we say our names? And Shelby goes, I'm Shelby. It was part of the joke. It was a bit, and you ruined it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Why, why are we fighting? Jacob doesn't know what yes and means, it seems. It seems. It seems to be the case here today. Dude, I'm just vibing. Just straight up <laughs> vibing. Callie, Jake's literally vibing hard. Callie chilling. Um, yeah, do you guys... So Nation today... State Callie chilling. <laughs> State Callie chilling. Yes. Um, oh my God. Officially, I guess. Um, do you guys this week want to talk about soundtracks? Yeah. Certainly can. Can we? Are you prepared? Yes. Um, I mean, I'll... no, but... I'll, I do I'll know soundtracks it. that I love. Perfect. Are we going in categories? No, let's just go for it. Shelby, what's your first one? <laughs> oh, my you... God. So Put her on the spot. No, I've like been, I have been thinking about it. No, I have oh, been thinking like... about it yeah. since we mentioned it in passing. Um, I was thinking about it at work the other day because somebody was like, what does your band sound like? Um, he was asking about Sad Girls Club. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, well, what band do you think you sound like? And I'm like, that's a weird question. I don't know. And I thought about it for two days. And then I remembered the freaking Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack. Oh, and hell I, yeah. And that's the only way I could explain it to him because he's not going to understand any of my references. He's like, he's like yeah. an older white dude. Like he's, oh yeah. I don't know. So I'm like, have you seen Josie and the Pussycats? And he's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, it's like, that's what we sound like. Yeah. Even though it's not. <laughs> we, we are just Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. That's yeah. the soundtrack a lot of people really like too. Yeah, it? it is. Totally. Yeah. What songs In fact, are we, I bought it for Nicole on vinyl. We have a vinyl version of that. <gasps> oh, I love that. And it that. comes with, what's the name of the boy band in that movie? I don't know. They, the are, boy have, band. they have boys in them, so I didn't pay attention. The boy band that has the guy from Scrubs in it? So it, it does! Came, it came with a seven inch of their two songs on it from the movie. Du jour. That That's actually like, a really du sweet jour. deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a du jour seven inch. Du jour. Is it a jour seven That's inch? Sick. Yes. <laughs> That's actually really cute. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's actually pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I wish. That... And I know I sound like a broken record, but also um, the Freaky Friday soundtrack. <laughs> oh boy. It's really good, except for that Bowling for Soup version of um, "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." I will time. say this that's is the stupid. best song on that record. It's oh, not. Oh. This is going to be a really interesting conversation because I do not vibe with. Um, so I collect like vinyl soundtracks, right? Like that's uh -huh. like one of my things. But it's <laughs> they're all scores. Like I don't vibe with soundtracks that are composed of pre-existing songs. I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. So you you vibe with original scored like yeah, uh, like 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 that's what I focus on is like scored soundtrack. Like composition. Mm. Like yeah. mood pieces. Yes. Got it. So okay. So Shelby. So also the Freaky Friday soundtrack has a really bad version. What's well, not? I don't know. It has Joey Ramone singing "What a Wonderful World," which is just a really That's weird. It's a thing. great version. It's it's fine, um, but it's fun. What what? <laughs> 
I'm what? Play- I'm playing it right now. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's the best version of that song. <laughs> it's fine. Christmas in my house? <laughs> the Joy Ramon record, Christmas in my house? Are you kidding me? It's fine, Jake. It's fine. It's just fine. I like it. I think it's I think it's a cool version. I definitely um name a better version right now. I'm calling you out. Both of you. What's name his name? The original version. Louis Armstrong. Oh, bullshit. The guy Shut the fuck shit. up, Jake. You're wrong. You really want to listen to Joey Ramon sing? Yes. I don't. That's way better. Dude, I oh my god, that version is way better than the other one. Trees green. Like it's at least it's, it's at least it's at least not fucking boring. Like old man bullshit like the other version of the one is. Did you just call Louis Armstrong old man bullshit? I did, yeah. He probably beat his fucking kids. Ooh, like being, like being we're going hard today. Also, Jake and I are both drinking right now. So I know. This is fun. You um, are. Cool. <laughs> Ew, that slurp so... sounded so gross. That was oh Shelby, by I the way. For the record, that was Shelby, not me. Whoa. Not me. That, that sounded me. bizarrely. <laughs> that sounded... That was a big sound for me. That was a lot. <laughs> that handle. was the business. I'm so sorry. That's what they named Slurpees off of right there. <laughs> I love Slurpees. I anyway, I thought, oh, uh, we were talking about soundtracks. No, we were. Okay, I just really though for the Freaky Friday soundtrack, the standouts are like the original songs that are in that. Um, freaking the first one that. The not Lindsay Lohan, the other girl who's in Ultimate? who like sings in that band. No, 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 no. Take me away. The I wanna. Oh, Christina Vidal. Yeah, that song is great. Ultimate yeah. is good too. It's a little bit weird that she's singing it to Chad Michael Murray, who is like just in love with her mom or whatever. But True. that's a different podcast. So <laughs> I know we so listen to Nostalgia. Eric and I dissect we with get... Jessica. Well, this, <laughs> this soundtrack is fucking nuts. Andrew W.K., The Donnas, uh, American Hi-Fi, Simple Plan. That's Yeah. Ashley Simpson. <gasps> Ashley Simpson and Joey Ramone on the same soundtrack right here. <laughs> Amazing. We, we love a good collab. It's, it's almost as wild as that uh, Jessica Simpson, Ozzy Osbourne. Fucking what? <laughs> Let it snow. Winner. Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that show? Me? I have no idea what you're talking it's about. Terrible. So I sent a video. Video. It's 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 a duet with Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> and Jessica Simpson on, singing Winter Wonderland. Oh my God! It is a, on YouTube. His his voice. <laughs> I hate listening to Jessica Simpson sing, which is so sad because no, I used I mean, to love her well, so much. I mean, the funniest part is the Ozzy Osbourne part of it. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I'm I'm searching it on YouTube right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you look up Ozzy Osbourne Winter Wonderland, it's probably the first thing that comes what up. He's wearing frick? he's wearing a fedora. Oh, which is it says everything. Which is you need. just oh yeah. no, Ozzy. It's definitely baby, honey. well, it's definitely the Osbournes period time of time. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? that was yeah, definitely yeah. a Christmas present from his son Jack for sure. Oh yeah yeah yeah. God, my computer's slow. What is happening? Oh, this is a bummer. Oh, okay, here we go. It's like, oh, this yeah. thing is new. Yeah. What is happening? The Sims is slowing down my computer. I've just been playing The Sims oh, for yeah. like 12 hours a day. 
It's really sad. Oz. How do you spell Osborne? O S B O U R N E, I think. Yeah. Yeah. My oh, key got burping. stuck and it just went Oz. <laughs> it's a burp fest. Burp. Are you drinking Coors Light, Jake? Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, after after you dropped off your son, I went to do a Coors Light run. Tight. Hell yeah. Tight. Gotta go fast. My, my child is at Jake's house. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the way it starts is so funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just how his voice <gasps> sounds, I think. What the fuck? Amazing. We strayed. Every day we stray further away from the light of God. It's true. Gorgeous. It's true. And that's and that's that's honest to to, to goodness proof of that. Yeah. yeah. Um really? that is a, one of that. the most iconic duets though. I you're completely right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, we're gonna, I'm going to dive into that um alone and hi. <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh, Jake, we could recreate that for Halloween. We should. That would be funny. I'll, I'll wear a fedora. Oh, I thought I would be Ozzy. Because it even gets wild when they get to the snowman part of the song. It's really, really when it starts to, to bloom. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, So yeah, so those were my top two. And then, I mean, I don't know because I'm a huge fan of musicals, just in general. Yeah. So I could name like a million different musical soundtracks yeah. that I love, but I, I just I, don't think those are going to count right now. I had been to my love for garbage musicals the other day. You really did. I would, I, 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 I revealed that I'm a, um, a Moulin Rouge stan. The Bos Lerman. Are you, are you a repo? The genetic opera stan. Oh, dude. Repo is amazing. It's amazing. So, oh, it's amazing. So Paris people, Hilton. Yeah, yeah. So people from that used to come into when I worked at the comic book store. They would come in there. P- p- people that were in Repo the uh, Genetic Opera. Paris Hilton. No, not Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it or good? Or the guy that played Pavi? No, it's but it's amazing. Good. Repo. Oh, I would give it. I would give it a good rating. Really? I would do. I would give yeah. it a ten out of ten watching wise. Like I watch it. Um, the guy who played the grave robber used to come into our work. Yeah, he's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, if you want to watch Paris Hilton's face fall off, you should definitely watch it. I could watch her. Love I it. could watch that happen in House of Wax, though. Yeah, oh that's God. just like her doesn't thing she in movies. Di- doesn't she die there's in a no bunch of movies? In House yeah. of Wax. House that's, of Wax was pretty... wild. Ironic. It's true. So have you seen um, the guy that made Repo, uh, Darren Lombazman? Yeah. He also did The Devil's Carnival. Have you ever seen that? No. No. Oh my god, I love that movie. <laughs> and he also directed the new Saw movie. And Saw 2 and 3. Oh, so he's but, like uh, But uh Devil's Carnival, different. you should honestly check it out. It's like a great musical. Oh, okay. It's a it's musical. A musical. Sweet. Yeah, it, I, that makes me more likely to yeah, it's watch it's about a movie. people in hell and then like there's a Devil's Carnival, so it's fun. That's cute. Yeah. Oh my god. Got to love a little hell so, moment. I'm really interested to hear eric i'm interested to hear your answers on this what did you pick what did i pick? like what not pick but like what soundtracks like for movies do you love okay um are you ready i am yeah Dude, i'm more than ready so my number one as of now is music from the motion picture rugrats the movie 
<gasps> yeah, cool. um, right. If you go back and look at this, it's st- stuck with me. But take me there that. is Blackstreet and Maya. Maya, um, I love her. I throw my toys around is no doubt an Elvis Costello. Whoa, buddy. Uh, the world is something new to me. <laughs> Don Robinson, Lisa Loeb, Iggy Pop, Patti Smith. Wow. Uh, All Day by Lisa Loeb. Um, Devo? Devo does Witch Doctor. Yeah, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a banger. Like, thi- oh my God. Do you remember this song? Well, obviously, yeah, yeah that, but. Take me there. I want to go there. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, this isn't the same Rugrats movie that had that blonde that had Blondie on it. It's not. No, I think that that one was um, Rugrats in Paris. I think. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. With yeah. Tammy. With Cynthia, Tammy. Like one way or another, man. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent that. But wow, th- this okay, one yeah. really did it because. Um, well, I'm not. I'm not surprised he was on there because Mark Mothersbaugh. He uh, d- he did the music for Rugrats. Like that theme song is a Mark Mothersbaugh song. Yeah. So oh, so mo- a lot that. of a lot of those cartoons and still even still, I mean, Devo aside, his main like gig is composing and like scoring uh, films. Yeah. Um, all that '90s stuff is very in that style. Oh yeah, and it's wild too because like when I was in middle school and high school, I got really into Devo. And uh, when I found out that, like, he had scored some of my favorite cartoons, I was like, oh, well, fucking duh, I like this band. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, These are, this is yeah. essentially that, but just, like, make it punk and make it weird. Like, that's it. Um, but, no, that was – this – I was trying to think of, like, a really good soundtrack, and this one was just so good. It's a great movie. Really sad, really sweet. and um, Dude, it's a really kind of weirdly bleak movie. Mm, I know. Is, yeah. Well, they get lost in the woods. I, dude, yeah I, yeah. I remember going to see it in theaters when I was a kid, obviously. Um, and it was like really bleak. Yeah, yeah it was really a movie that, that like made me like because really scared. Yeah. Literally, Tommy Pickles is trying to abandon his baby brother in the woods. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I and don't want to like, really have a brother. Kind of weird. Like, like, because like, there are scenes of like uh, Dill, which is his baby brother. Yeah. Having Dylan. like like crying in the woods alone while they're trying to like abandon him, and it's like really weirdly bleak. No, it really oh, is. And there's yeah, that right. there's that whole yeah. scene when it's like raining, and he's just like, "I didn't want a brother." And they're both like crying, and Dill just keeps screaming, and Phil and Lil are both just like, "Tommy, stop! Like you need to stop." Yeah. And he's it's like, really "No, strange. I won't yeah. stop. Fuck this kid or whatever." Because yeah. Tommy says it's that. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, it's an intense movie, but it's I like I really do love it. Uh, and then Rugrats in Paris was just fantastic too. Oh my god! Yeah, they really, they really killed it with the whole series and with all of the movies that they made. Yeah, how and did... even All Grown Up was good. Okay, I was just gonna ask you how you felt about All Grown Up. I loved All Grown Up. I'm I not really a fan. It. I liked it less. I wanted to love it when it came out, and I was like, Rugrats stand for life. Yeah, it happened, and that first episode where they're trying your, to go to that uh, concert, I was like, oh, I don't know what, about this. What's one. your favorite? Yeah. My favorite Rugrats episode? Yeah. Uh, is when um, Angelica... W- w- Angelica has that nightmare where she has a little brother and he's like the oh, big yeah. monster boy. He's like a, a giant baby. Oh my God. Yeah, and he's like, I'm a big <laughs> yes. baby or whatever. And you're just like, oh my God. Um, that my one favorite's was, the drive-in episode. 
The drive-in episode. I don't remember really? that one. When they go, to, when they go to see Reptar Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. My favorite is Toy Palace, where they're stuck in the toy store. <gasps> Shut up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good episode. And you know what? That level of that Rugrats game was so hard. Dude, that Rugrats PS1 game was so, game good. Was so good. That game oh, was my- the mini golf, Reptar golf. Yeah, and even that was really a creepy game too. I know. Do you guys remember? Okay, the the level where you you get well based on the episode where you they fall into the mirror and they're in the upside down or whatever. Yeah. 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 But in the game, you have to collect all those eggs. It's 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 like it's like what the, they do mirror mirror from Star Trek, but yes. they do. <laughs> what is it? Rugrats. What's Rugrats? Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, that was. What? Um, how many times? So well, while we're on the subject of Rugrats, how many times do you think of in your life, in your adult fucking life, how many times do you think of what's a dinosaur do if when there's kids on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, never. It's but... going to be a Dude, zero for I me. Think... Oh, my God. Hold on. I guess, I guess I'm alone because I think of that so fucking often it's not even funny oh my god because there, there's so many times where me and cody and brian are in discord and that and it's crazy hold the phone guys what happened so i'm looking at the rugrats go wild. i'm interested at all of the soundtracks now so i'm looking at the rugrats go wild soundtrack which was a crossover and it's crazy but okay so, so the people that appear on this are the police train uh the clash the fam and the train pop train yes she's on fire oh my god um george clinton the clash iggy pop like whoa what a very i yeah, mean all those, that's like, tight like all those 90s um cartoony people were really into like alternative music like almost that's... all of them oh 100 percent. that's I mean, that, but that's what i love it's like it's like folks who are into good music are like yeah i'm gonna put this on here i'm gonna go off yeah um, I love that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because even though, you know, because like people, so um, this is going to be a mini rant. People really idealize um, like 90s cartoons, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But even though like stuff that's newer, like Steven Universe or stuff in that same thing, or is like better as far as quality, Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something really weirdly creative and really weirdly alternative about all those cartoons that were like nineties cartoons. Oh yeah. yeah. Really strange. Yeah. Be- because people really like idealize and like really like nostalgia. Uh, um, I, you know, um, turn these <laughs> cartoons like Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy and Aubrey monsters and Rocco's modern life into like this, like nostalgic gold, even though, newer stuff is better um oh i mean 100 it was yeah but 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 it was it was it's really strange i i mean i love it and get it because i think there's like a whimsicality of like uh low-key adult themes with all of those like aura monsters like look at um what was his name the teacher or their name rather Icus. oh no no no, not Icus. um the um it's the Uh, something Oh fuck! It's such a good drag queen name too. Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck! I'll have to look it up. God damn it! I'm looking it up right now. Do it please. Because I have Wikipedia pulled up already. So. The Grumble. The Grumble. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. So the grumble is so like this bizarre kind of gender high fluid heels. high heels, like four high heels. Yeah. Um, it was just Humps it was, even. Hum, yeah. But this character was just so like fluid and like bizarre and like semi-sexual and like a little like I, I there was there were so many characters along those lines that like I couldn't help but just like it they they really pushed the line with it being a kids show or a lot of totally, those shows yeah, did like yeah. I mean even, Powerpuff yeah. Girls oh yeah Powerpuff Girls yeah Powerpuff Girls that's how I feel about because like Rocco is one of my favorite cartoons of all time and uh, you guys and nostalgia just 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 did it like a Rocco episode not that long ago yeah uh, it was interesting to listen because I think. I can't remember. <laughs> One of you was not very familiar with Rocco, so it was interesting to listen to because it's like that was like my show as a kid. Like I loved Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. No, and I, I love that new movie a lot. Actually, it was great. I love that new movie. Yeah. yeah. No, I one of the episodes that we talked about was the one um, when Mrs. Bighead wasn't feeling fulfilled by Mr. Bighead, totally. and so yeah, Mr. Bighead yeah, goes yeah. to work and she yeah. seduces Rocco to come over, oh, and the yeah, whole yeah. time she like squeezes him in her boobs and like puts on porn essentially, <laughs> uh, and like is think... naked in front of him. And it's just like Rocco, come here, and you're just like, oh my god, what is? happening right now <laughs> i think i think i revealed that episode too that i did when i was in elementary school i did an essay about an episode of rocko's violin life it was that episode That's how much i love that show no it was a different episode for oh, sure. it, was, gotcha. it was the one where they're snowed in in a cabin <gasps> oh okay <laughs> so, no i mean yeah, that I, that show was fantastic it was really good yeah, yeah well and it's really weird that it had such an impact because it had less than 50 episodes it was a really short-lived thing Oh yeah, uh, but yeah. they ran it in syndication so long that it was like you know, yeah. But but soundtracks, <laughs> soundtrack. Oh yeah, no, that that was a fun. Right? My, do you guys want to hear my second one? I have three. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. this is gonna be the hot take one, um, and I mm. think you guys might hate me. Uh, I feel like my, a lot of people might hate me, but it's fine. Um, it and okay, so it's a Tony Hawk soundtrack, but it's not the one that you want. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not, not Tony Hawk too. No, it's Tony Hawk American Wasteland. <laughs> it's all the covers. Yes, yes. Because because like, I know. So so, the so one do you know this, Shelby? The one off my head is that um, Astro Zombies. My Chemical Romance is Astro Zombies. Yeah, yes, that's, yeah. I, that's, that's the famous one. So yeah, yeah, Senses yeah. Fail does Institutionalized by Suicidal. Uh, Taking Back Sunday does Suburban Home. <laughs> <laughs> saves the day does saves the day does sonic oh producer saves the day does sonic producer by the dead boys <laughs> stop uh dropkick murphy's does who is who <laughs> um oh. fallout boy does gorilla biscuits start today <laughs> so this is, i hate that this is, this is in my brain i have to just um oh. i have to i have to just mention yeah. because because you just mentioned the descendants okay which song in retrospect from 80s hardcore and 80s pop punk is more embarrassing? Is it, <laughs> is it, is it I'm Not a Loser by The Descendants or Guilty of Being White by Minor Threat? Oh, guilty of Being White by Minor Threat white. is my answer. Well, because, you know, the, the, like, shut up. I'm Not a Loser. <laughs> well, I'm Not a Loser has the, like, it's the homophobic shit, right? That's the homophobic part. Yeah, but you know what? You just have to really accept the fact that 
the descendants are old, boring white guys, and they had some bops, but overall, their message is the same I mean, in almost every I song. Mean, yeah, you know? so that's the first pop punk. Don't burn me at the stake, punks, yeah. or do yeah. whatever. I, no, yeah. I will fully say not to like which is worse, but just like I think more ca- like casual homophobia was more rampant as an acceptable totally. yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. but to be so blatantly like minor threat in that way <laughs> um yeah it's just, uh, it's uh, only on my brain because related to last episode wolf face revealed they're doing a minor threat cover set oh yeah and i was like Who i did? really hope uh wolf face are doing like a minor threat oh, cover set. that's right that's right and i was like i really hope that they don't do guilty of being white because it is the most embarrassing it may be the most embarrassing song i've ever written yeah i don't think that they're gonna do it i really i mean i would think that they wouldn't but i just was like that obviously comes across my head because that's one of their most popular songs from yeah but of the of the same of the same vein i'm always surprised when people do morrissey smith sets like you know what i mean mean? like in the same way that i'm like i'm surprised that people are still doing that but it's like yeah but like half of our friends are going to see morrissey when he goes on tour even though he's a white supremacist like half of these people are still claiming and repping smith's morrissey shit yeah yeah you know what i mean so they'll sit there and be like oh like you know like well like i like the smiths or whatever and it's like and so to that degree i'm not surprised at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> if yeah, i wouldn't so, be surprised yeah. if somebody was like well it's part, it's of, the, been it's part on, of the catalog my brain it's been on my brain yeah so but you know uh, to be honest american wasteland isn't a bad soundtrack it's i mean it's got the circle jerk one of my favorite bands ever yeah no i so mean at least that. truly i i sort of put it on here in jest but like going back and listening to it so some of them are bad, just not good, and some of them are kind of bops. Like that Astro Zombies cover is pretty fucking cool. I've, I it don't is. think I've ever heard it. Do you want to hear it right now? You should listen to it. Sure. I'm going to put it on briefly. <laughs> I didn't know that Fall Out Boy did a Gorilla Biscuits cover. Oh, Queen. Yeah, I'll put Fall it on Out right Boy now. Yeah, Fall Out Boy has a tendency of, of, they, color, of covering songs they have they no also, business covering. They also covering. did a cover of a song that we covered. Yeah, <laughs> they and did. it was bad. Wait. But stay tuned. Oh boy. You love her, you hate. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you want to hear the Dumpstar Today cover? See, I, I just, you know what it is? Is I don't. Um, You're a dancing. I'm such a dancing stan. You're such a dancing purist. That if I don't have fake dark Elvis singing it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, do your shitty Elvis impression <laughs> while you're singing this, please. <laughs> you just got Danzig doing Elvis on the brain. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, that's I even all said, he has on his brain I've, always. Oh, I love dancing. I even said the other day that, well, I even said the other day that he hasn't done anything worth. <laughs> he hasn't done anything of artistic value since 1992, but he did amazing things up until then. So, <laughs> so he's forgiven for everything. Yeah, he's else. forgiven for shitty fucking <laughs> movies and literally the funniest <laughs> cover of a song I've ever heard. 
that that War Pigs cover he did oh that I recommend God. anybody listen to because it is the funniest thing I've ever heard. That is, it so, is so silly. Fun. Oh my God, it's so bad. Oh my, oh my gosh. Okay, Eric, number three. <laughs> number three? Oh my God, are you ready for this? My picks are really. Wait, hold on. Census failed at institutionalized. Yes, they did. Should we listen? <laughs> Let's listen. We love it. We love to see I mean, it. The original song is pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But to be honest, that, that would like, oh, God. I'm like, for real, not a suicidal stan. So I'm not like, no. Oh, so yeah. most of these, at least not, if not all of these, like, I don't hold, I hold almost nothing sacred generally. <laughs> like, yeah. almost nothing. I, I'll be like, oh, go off. Like, my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, try it. I might not like it, but that's fine. Try it. Like, who cares? Nothing matters, so like, who fucking just do it, you know? So for the, seeing this, just seeing people go for it makes me kind of happy. Like this, that the Gorilla Biscuits cover, I'm kind of like, go off. <laughs> yeah, that's a boy. band that I definitely did not hold sacred, or even, you know, like I'll be honest, Misfits and stuff like that, I'll hold sacred, sure. Yeah. Uh, oh. Descendants, even which is a cover of that, and I'm from Taking Back Sunday, which. Christ, that's horrible. Um, <laughs> but like shit, like suicidal tendencies, or um, like you said, um, you know, gorilla biscuits. It's like whatever, just fucking do it or whatever, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm. I I hold literally nothing sacred. I think for the most part, like, just like how could you do that? How could you mess with something? I'm just like who like. All art is derivative and all art is fake. Oh, I don't matters. care like, about that. I, don't I just think that care. it's a bad song. Oh, 100%. And I'm not saying, like, <laughs> I'm not just missing yeah, negative. That's more of my main concern is that Gorillabus is kind of sucks. Ooh. So it's like, whoa, 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 that's whoa. Gonna, that's going to be a hard disagree for me there, Jake. Same. But go off. sucks. Ooh. Okay, not always. That's, whoa, what? No right? No right's sick. So straight yeah. edge hardcore does not suck. Some straight edge hardcore sucks. That's fact. That's true. Just like some, that, but some regular that. hardcore sucks. So I say that what's with the minor threat being my favorite hardcore. Band. I know. What are you talking Weird. about? You liar. Straight edge is a bad song too. <laughs> okay. He says sipping course light. <laughs> soundtrack number three. Um, soundtrack number three. Soundtrack number I three. the beer. Are you gonna wait for no, my pick, or are you gonna go get another beer? No, um, I want to hear your pick first. Okay, are you ready? It's bad. It's really bad. Oh, no. Well, it's not really that bad, but it's it's pretty. It's fine. Uh, Pokemon the first movie soundtrack. Okay, <laughs> I'm dissecting these as we go on Spotify. So, Do you remember Pokemon this song? the first movie? I can't hear that. Oh. Oh my god, I do. (laughs) 
you know who this is? <laughs> no, but I could guess. Who is this? So despite those little um, legato runs, it's Britney Spears. Oh, oh man! I know, I know. And I then did not know that. NSYNC was also on here with "Somewhere Someday." Bewitched was on here with "Get Happy." Um, Whoa! Yeah, so we're going off on that one. I don't know. Yeah, that one was uh, great. <gasps> okay, last night for the first time. I'd ever watch. I I ever watched it. Uh, Empire Records. Eric put it on. We were texting about it a little bit. There's a song from that movie that is very good. Well, I mean, the soundtrack was great, which is what made which made us think of soundtracks. But I'm gonna play you guys. Are you guys both still here? Are you listening to me? You guys hear me? I am. Is Jake there? I'm, I'm here. here. Jake's yeah, getting yeah, a here. beer. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Do you guys know Coyote Shivers? Apparently he was like a '90s sort of pop rock, semi-social D-sounded motherfucker. But he's a Canadian musician. He's a Canadian musician. Great. An actor. An actor. So this is him and Renee Zellweger from the movie. Um, listen to this and tell me you don't love it. Cool. Isn't that shit rib? I am into that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, so Ooh. apparently the single came out and it was like it the song itself doesn't have her in it. It's just him saying sugar high and nothing. And I'm like, oh, that song sucks. She's the only part of Aww. that that I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like that makes she made the song. Um, but anyways, it when it came on, we were watching it, I was like, oh, this song is so cool. <laughs> like, Jesus. But yeah, that's not, I'm into that. Yeah. I loved it. It was so good. That's not my soundtrack pick, but um, yeah, I think those are my three. Honorable mention. Honorable mention goes to yeah. um, that soundtrack. Cool. Jake, what what are yours? Um, so I'm going to mention the one that I mentioned earlier. Uh, that is a true blue soundtrack, which is the Moonlight Rouge soundtrack. <laughs> Hell Ooh. yeah. Very good. Dude. So I, I fully, I will fully, 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 fully admit that it is fucking awful the movie like it is um it is a shittily made movie truly <laughs> like it's really not not good it's not a good like, movie it's like 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 from a filmmaking standpoint it's like really bad but it's yeah. got so many great musical numbers that i'm just like oh yeah like i dare anybody to um listen Are- to uh, what what is it called in the movie? Hold on, let me look it up. I thought you were gonna say that, the um El Tango de Roxanne in that movie and not get chills watching that scene. It's yeah, so good. Oh my god, it's so, crazy. I, totally I, agree. I tried totally to watch agree. this in college, um, because like a few of my friends who were like we were like young queers, they were like Moulin Rouge is the best. You have to watch it, and I watched it and I did not like it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, hmm. it's well, so not so, everybody likes it. Yeah, it just wasn't my jam. Like, you have to really like the jukebox musical thing. Yeah, and it's a total jukebox musical. And yeah. total, if 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 you think about it, it totally apes off of because uh, it's directed by Boz Lurman, who did Romeo and Juliet, right? Yeah, Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, if you were, uh, <laughs> if you will. Uh, uh, and it's totally him just being like, what if I just did the craziest fucking musical in existence? That yeah. was just used all pre-existing songs pretty much. But, but even with uh, that, like it, I, I get jukebox musicals and I get writing narrative around like the narrative of certain songs is like a way to develop story. What I hated was his use of mashups. He turned a jukebox musical into a fucking jock jam. Oh, totally. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, I mean, he, there are really, really bad ones oh, in there. Whatever like, fucking song they mashed with Nirvana, uh, I was like, no, oh, we're that's done. The worst part of the movie. That's the worst part of the movie. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, I liked it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but, 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 <laughs> let me tell you. I'm be, I'm, can I be? Can I be completely honest with you? Go off, Jake. You uh, always are. <laughs> when, um, when, <laughs> even though you McGregor. Ewan McGregor's character is horrible. He is the most white male piece of shit in this movie. When he's walking away and Nicole Kidman starts singing Come What May, I cannot help but just fucking cry my eyes out. Really? Ernest oh tears? my god. I, I literally lose I like I like I just can't stop by like, like every like even just listening to the audio of it, I just like am like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right now. Like I just like, like I like lose it. Uh oh. Just that, that song is like so good, you know. And, and then that whole like ending sequence, I like love a lot. Yeah. Uh, that and the and, and the Roxanne sequence is really the kind of two parts of the movie where you go like, holy shit, like this is really good. And <laughs> yeah, there are some really breathtaking scenes in that movie. It, well, and it's you know because uh, I just watched a video about uh, by my favorite one of my favorite YouTubers Lindsay Ellis, um, and she was talking about cats. Which we all went to see together, actually. Yeah. Uh, and it was did talking we, about though? how. Well, we did. I mean, we were there, but we were, were there, we there, but were we present? Yeah. Um, it was talking about how. Um, it was one of the big things about it was adapting Broadway musicals to film. Yeah. And it, yeah. and how it doesn't work a lot of the time. True. Because, yeah. Because translating what's on the stage to film doesn't is. It, it, it's not a one-to-one translation. Oh, not even close. No. That's why I'm so, I'm so scared for the In the Heights movie because In the Heights is one of my all-time favorite well um, musicals and musical soundtracks in general. And I'm like, man, that's um, I'm really that's, nervous about it. That's um, what's his name, right? Uh, yeah, it was Lin Manuel Miranda's first. So was that? Um, musical. I, I'm unfamiliar. Is that a stage play? It is. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Um, a Broadway so that's, musical, that's and it's concerning. incredible. I it's incredible it a- and it's highly relevant right now. The plot to it, um, it's just it's beautiful. I highly encourage, even like I don't know if you're somebody who likes to take a listen through musical soundtracks, but it's it's really worth listening through. I think because what I was gonna say was, it tells the whole story. What doesn't work for Cats and Les Mis, which are both by the same director, actually. <laughs> Les Mis oh, was okay. so bad. So the only scene was that what was so it? Fen- all Fenteen? the music in Cats is bad. Oh well, so yeah. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, that's the only good her, part of the movie. Her scene in Les Mis uh, when she sings false. I Dreamed a Dream. Oh, you didn't like that? Let me tell no, you. I, I, 
that's so scene Samantha Barks is amazing. She played Eponine. Um, Eponine's character. Oh, you're right. Is fantastic and really heartbreaking. And the only people that were worth a shit in that movie were women. Yeah, Eponine did. <laughs> so I will say she was great. But really, the only scene that like actually captivated me was the Anne Hathaway "I Dreamed a Dream." Oh, everything totally. else yeah. was it is heartbreaking. For the most part, everything yeah. else was yeah. garbage. And yeah. I love I mean, the full back crack of Daddy when he falls off the castle because you know like what <laughs> fucking idiot films every musical scene in close up like 100% close up what a and lie moron. Um, and lie I know you can't uh, uh, fools fools but I was, what I was going to say was because because so that's the problem with adapting these stage musicals into film is that it's like it just does not translate over to because the set direction the um everything about it the acting the fucking singing is all meant for the stage yeah yeah it is and translating that into film is not it just doesn't work well especially because they're so clearly evident in cats because especially because they're so clearly lip-syncing and there's a lot of emotion in the songs that are written for stage because that's the only way that they can convey that to the audience they don't have the close-ups and all that so when you don't get to have that freedom in the singer, like hearing their actually emotions, it really takes away from it. I well, think. I, oh yeah. See what I didn't know was okay. So the guy that directed both Cats and Holy Miz is he insisted on all the audio <laughs> having to be captured live on set and not in a studio after after the fact. Yeah. That's so he's literally making these people fucking act out these scenes on film and sing at the same time which is <laughs> so fucking stupid to have russell crowe do but well, whatever but that's yeah. the thing though queen if you're gonna do something like that get cast stage actors cast yeah. broadway folks well, don't who get... can deliver <laughs> don't put looking because... oh my god because russell crowe can sing but he's like a no. he's like a he he's like a folk singer. He's not a Broadway musical singer guy. I'm gonna argue till the day I he die. Can't. That man cannot sing at all. He listen, cannot listen to his folk records. I will like, never this guy listen to his folk records. I'm telling No, you'll be like, I can see why he's a passable folk singer and not a Broadway singer because it's passable oh. folk is so. Uh, uh. <laughs> even though even though even though Hugh Jackman, even though we stand, any I'm sorry, but there's Jackman. a lot of ding dongs who can sing folk. Even though we stand a Hugh Jackman, we stand a Hugh Jackman it's moment. Just like it's punk. true. But what 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 I'm what I'm trying to get at is that she was insinuating, and I agree with this, is that Moulin Rouge has a leg up on all of these because it is a musical written for film, and it is yeah. a musical that is 100 percent at least meant to be shot on film as, as opposed to these things that are adapted from stage to film. Yes, fully. And I that's why that. it works because there are these great scenes like when they're singing um uh I'm trying to think of a musical number where they're like dancing around there's like the, the like little models of Paris and they're singing I will always love you and stuff like that like those yeah. those scenes are at least meant to be filmed <laughs> they're not like adapted from the stage where it's like oh like you have this great stage presentation uh it's not fucking Phantom of the Opera with Gerard Butler where he's like fucking <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. on stage it's, it's it's still awful but it's about a million times better than you can ever film it because there are just things that are stage musicals that are never meant to be committed to film 
And that's you know why what, though? why they won't make a film version of fucking Hamilton. That's why they won't make a film version of uh, Hades Town because it just can't be translated. You know what they need to make a film, film version of? Wicked. Yes. Oh my god. They Sorry, need I don't know to. if that's what you're gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. They do because Kristen Chenoweth and Idina Menzel have both brought musicals to film and they could both uh, they're they're both film and Broadway actors. So Although that that rent musical like is not a no brainer. Was not it won't be as bad as cats. But that musical was passable. <laughs> I think the Rent musical was passable, but only because of Rosario Dawson, because I've never liked any other vocalist for Mimi besides her. Yeah. Say so the the only redeeming part of Cats was the um, the uh, fucking Ian McKellen scene where he did Gus the <laughs> music whatever. Oh, that sad part. Yeah. And so it's mostly no. because I just like Ian McKellen. Not sad. So here's the here's uh, the thing though is it's all pretty funny to me the whole argument the the argument of generally like and that was the problem with bringing cats to film no that was not the problem with bringing cats to film the problem no. with bringing cats to film is that cats is bad cats sucks well, <laughs> well I mean it's 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 you know it's and she even talks about that in uh, I I can't recommend the Lizzie Ellis video enough yeah. enough is that it's it's a musical based around the dance in it yeah yes and so translating that to film is <laughs> fucking um, but like it's really stupid. But, no, and I also I just don't like Sondheim. Fight me. Yeah. Fight I me. mean, I will say I I agree with you in general that like most stage productions are not written, composed, or configured for film. Like it wasn't intended. A lot of these musicals was never intended to be movies. It just that's the way it's going right now, and they're capitalizing on it. So I 100 agree with that sentiment. I think with Cats, I've I haven't seen it live stage version, but I've seen recordings of the stage version in like their On entirety yes yeah. of cats um <laughs> and it's not good like there's nothing about it that is good like it's but just tell me that um memory didn't at least get you a little no uh, emotional i will say but but like with some of these musicals there is a standout which is why that's the only thing that a lot of people remember from cats memory or um yeah well i mean because i i think even so I mean I hate to keep going back to this Do Lizzie Ellis video, but but she's a total musical stand. She's like, Cats is known for being the musical with the least memorable musical numbers in it. Yeah, <laughs> and that is a hundred percent the the like yeah. a fact. That like is fact. it has no no memorable songs except for Memory. That is the only memorable song on the entire soundtrack to that thing. Um. I think you're missing Mr. Mistopheles. Oh my god! Because honestly, never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. There's a difference between. An okay, ear- but why did they take so? Why don't they establish him as a lead character? And then they're like, "Oh, there never was ever." Like, fuck off! You're absolutely right, Shelby. There's no moment. That's such bullshit. Uh, such a pet peeve. They're really trying. Okay, they're really trying to like oh. sell us Mr. Mistopheles when it's like. He sh- just showed up. You need to sit down. He's been boring the whole movie. Yeah. And the whole musical the whole time. He's just he's just okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, they, and, they, and so so I, so I I'm gonna admit that I've never seen um the real musical of Cats, right? The actual version, like stage version of it. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, which I think Shelby has, correct? Have yes. ever seen? It? And so what she she was saying in that video was that there is a homoerotic element to uh, Mistopheles and um, Rum Tum Tugger yeah, in it. Absolutely. That they completely just cut out of the film version of it. 
<sighs> to sanitize it almost. Yeah. What she was saying. She was, she was like, she's like, oh, we're going to sanitize this by being like, oh, Mistopheles is really into Victoria, who's not even really a character in the And that, stage was, that was never a thing in the stage musical. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a musical about horny cats, and they're like, how do we sanitize the gay ones? <laughs> like, let's cut the gay out of it. Let's make them God. not gay is, horny cats. Is, let's just make them horny cats. sex musical. <laughs> straight. This is a straight pride parade for furries. <laughs> That's it, queen. <laughs> Get your gay penises, get your gay cat show, dicks out of my face. She even oh showed God. clips of like the like recorded stage version, and it is so homoerotic between um, Mistopheles and Rum Tum Tugger. Like yeah. it is so blatantly obvious. Jesus. It's so funny. Um, so yeah. So um, before we get off the subject, I can't recommend her videos enough on that and on Phantom of the Opera. They're both so good. I'll have to watch um, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she 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 did a forty minute essay on cats, and then like an hour essay on Phantom of the Opera. That's great. We love. We stand. We stand. I'm actually gonna watch. Well, well. That. <laughs> um, so and uh, to move on to the next thing is it's it's really because like I said I I um switch out soundtrack and original score often because that's kind of like. I really love original scores to movies. Like that's what I actually listen to more than um, soundtracks, or whatever. Like I don't put on. Um, um, I'm trying to think of a, a really good soundtrack. Like we talked about the Angus soundtrack on Bob's podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's not like the kind of thing I put on to listen to. Yeah. Uh, okay. I put on like um, like the Here we thing. Go. Like the thing soundtrack, yep, which is what I was talking about is. earlier. Like yeah. that's the kind of thing I put on to listen to. to like, cause, so for my job, I drive all day, so the, the kind of thing I put on is like a, is like a soundtrack like that, where it's like a composed music yeah. by uh, Ennio Morricone, where it really puts me in the moment or whatever. You know, we get a Jake or a Goth GF. I, I, I can't help it, man. It's true. No, I love it. Uh, you love a good moody classical. I love because um, so uh, when it comes to compositions like that john carpenter is my favorite composer um he is the absolute synth god yeah. if you will <laughs> you know it's just where it's you know um you can just listen to his uh compositions and just it really puts you in a mood like I, like when i'm writing especially i like to put on whatever soundtrack is the mood I'm feeling. And like, it's just the escape from New York soundtrack. If you're doing something that's a little actiony science fictiony, or if it's like a horror thing, you're putting on the Halloween soundtrack or the thing soundtrack or the fog soundtrack or whatever. Um, but I was talking about the thing one earlier because it's the, um, there's only a couple soundtracks of movies that he's done that he hasn't composed for, which is really cool because you know, um, as a film director, you very rarely find people that both are musically inclined and film directors. Yeah. Like, it's not very often that, because uh, so he's done the soundtrack for every movie he's done except for two. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's actually a really fun fact. Yeah. So, 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 and the thing is one of those because, and which is done by, um, Ennio Morricone, who fucking is, if you don't know, He's the most legendary spaghetti western fucking 
soundtrack composer in existence. Like he's done Good Band the Ugly. Like all those Clint Eastwood movies, he scored all of those. If you don't know, um, now you know. <laughs> now you know. Uh, and he did the thing, which is absolutely just. There is a cue in that movie where it's just two notes that go boom, boom. And when it. <laughs> when I hear it, it just, it just goes boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> Are those my bowels when I need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, oh shit. It just, it just, it <laughs> oh, no. just literally, those two notes instill this sense of dread in me that it's like oh fuck like i can't i can't trust anybody i can't (laughs) oh my god we know how to get jake (laughs) yeah yeah it's i can't trust anybody i can't (laughs) accept anything like it's like really one of those things where it's like oh shit like it like really instills a sense of dread like most people will reference the halloween theme which everybody knows that yeah synonymous with uh, terror, but that those two notes in the thing are like way more. They're antagonizing. They're anxiety-inducing. Just hearing those two, boom, 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 boom. Oh my god, I love it so much. It's so good. <laughs> I, you can't get me so, to just start talking about the thing because I won't stop talking about it because it's my favorite movie ever. But it is just that particular soundtrack is so good. Yeah, um, I yeah I'll have amongst to... his. Go ahead. No, I was gonna, I, I was gonna say I have to listen to it, and then I was gonna make a joke and be like, "What was the single on that?" <laughs> but it's, it's it was it it's main theme. The, oh hell yeah! Okay. Oh, that one was a bop. God damn, I remember that. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, there's something it, to be said for like like a musical because almost what I was gonna put. And I should have almost, instead of the Pokemon, the first movie soundtrack, I was going to put the score for Up. <gasps> yeah, totally. Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's like, yeah. all of the music for that movie, for the most part, like, puts me in a real mood. It's really heart-wrenching. Yeah, and, like, it's, like, sweet and sad and somber yeah. and optimistic and energetic. It's, like, it, it's just, I mean, just like a movie, it, it gives you so many, uh, g- g- it, I don't know. It amplifies emotions. Yeah. Really well. Absolutely. I think that's a very, a very good, a very good one. Did you watch, um, so my favorite John Carpenter track, did you watch the, the, the Halloween 2018 movie? Yes. Yeah. So when, um, there's the scene that's all done in one shot in that movie. Is that Um, when he goes to the back of the house? Yeah, he goes to the back of the house, grabs a hammer. That was in. so cool. The piece of music in that film is called um, The Shape Returns. And Ooh. that is my favorite piece of John Carpenter music ever composed. Because it is it, like... Did you cry I when that scene s- happened in theaters? I did. I literally did. <laughs> yes. I literally Aww. did. Because because the music and... Because, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a horror movie stan. <laughs> I love uh, I love uh, the Halloween movies and I love you know the character of or the idea of the character of Michael Myers where it's this fucking just force of pure evil and stuff like that and certain sequels ruin that certain sequels run with that certain you know, whatever and this <laughs> it was the first time in a long time where I ever was like oh my god like, like this is a fucking psychopath killing people and that piece of music um 
accompanied to it was like this like weird release of like emotions of like I can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing right now and it's amazing. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's 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 one of my favorite film soundtrack moments ever. It's so good. That's awesome. And, and I'm so, such a nerd about it in the level of so I have the vinyl soundtrack of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so up until that moment, up until the moment he gets the mask in the movie, <laughs> this is so nerdy. It says Michael does this, Michael. And then that scene is the first one where he has the mask on. It says the shape returns is the first one. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that gets that gets my nerd boner so hard for that. <laughs> where oh I'm my like, god. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Weird moment where I'm like, fuck yes. Just like oh, there it so is. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. <laughs> Fantastic. Good grief. I love it. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Another soundtrack uh, that is, it's not a movie soundtrack, um, but it's the Outer Wild soundtrack. The game? Yes. Oh, okay. It is just the, um, because I was like ranting about it in our, so we we have a group chat for our band. Um, you cut out again. Right I'm very active. I know. Uh, it's it's going to happen. Uh, I was ranting about it for a long time, and it was... Um, I listened to it, and it gives me this weird feeling. Cause, so the video game has this weird feeling of exploration and wonderment and um, finding new things and discovering new things, and the music really amplifies that. The music in that game really exemplifies the feeling of like exploration, uh-huh. finding new things. Like it really sounds like when you're like expand when you're like expanding your mind and finding these new things about the universe. And that's what that game is about. You know what I mean? It's it's like one of those things where it's like in that game, every 22 minutes the sun explodes in your galaxy and kills everything, and you're just living in this loop of trying to find out how to prevent that. And the all the music in that, like, there's this music that plays when you blast off into space from your planet for the first time, and it's just like this like music that sounds like it's like it sounds like what happens when your brain finds out that human beings can fly into space. Ooh, ooh! Like it sounds like what happens when your brain expands and be like, wait, there's this other thing that exists besides planet Earth. Uh huh. Like that kind of thing, and so so, and the entire soundtrack is like that, where you like find new things, and find and and there's this piece of music in it um, that is towards the end of the game that when everything starts to come together, that is like really emotional for me. That is all you know. It's it starts to become a summation of. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to find the words. Oh. <laughs> okay. We got to cut out. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I'm trying to find the words. It's like a summation of the point of the game. You know what I mean? It's like a. It becomes a summation of you know. Um. And I. I. There's this great video essay about that game where it's about. You can't save the universe or change your world in a day. Ooh. And it's just this simplistic piece of music that is. Almost Animal Crossing like, which you know that's a, a big meme right now is Animal Crossing. It's simplistic in that it's 
soothing, comforting, and that it's, you know, it's it's comforting in a way where it's like, I want to do all these things. I want to save the universe. I want to save the world. But it's soothing in a way where it's like, I understand that I can't do that right now. And that's okay because there's there's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that's very I sweet. I like that. And, and I'll, that's what's so soothing about that last it's 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 kind of almost the last piece of music in the game where it's like you know the universe is almost collapsing in on itself and you're having to accept that maybe today you, you can't do anything about it but that maybe sometime in the future things will be fine the you know who, who i i don't know who the composer was in that game but it's absolutely phenomenal where it's like i just like drive around listening to the music from that game it's so good is it have comforting does it have any emotional palpability similar to the um, It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine song? Kind of, almost, yeah. yeah kind of, <laughs> But it's almost it's almost really weird in that it's a more optimistic thing. Yeah. Because that video Aww. essay I referenced is that it's, you know, um, it's really interesting because it's that entire video game is about trying to save the universe from imploding, right? Yeah. The sun is going to explode. How do I stop that from happening? Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to look it up after this because I'm, I'm interested in knowing what that sound is that you're talking about. Just because, yeah, I, I, I get having something that is so comforting but also reassuring based around a story that is the world's ending. How do I stop it? Like, I, I'm well, curious and, and, to know what that sound is. is. And I took away almost the same lessons that that guy did from that game. And the music is certainly a part of that, actually, where it's like, you know, uh, it builds this epic thing of being like, it builds this epic narrative, but also it's very comforting in that it's, you put so much pressure on yourself, and this is even through the music in the game, you put so much pressure on yourself to get things done every day, right? In your normal everyday life. And you put so much pressure on yourself to move forward, you put so much pressure on yourself to even with this, when it's banned stuff, you put so much pressure on yourself to write. You put so much pressure on yourself to fucking come up with compositions, all that old, all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, if you don't come up with that stuff, you feel like you haven't done anything or that you're a failure. And in that game, it's interesting because you start to learn, like you're going through these 22 minute cycles. Cause every 22 minutes, the sun explodes. Mm-hmm. And whoa, you start to learn like, okay, it's fine that the sun exploded because I learned something new this time. I, I, I learned this about this. I, I learned this about this puzzle. And then after, I don't know if this is a, intentional by the game creators or not and the composers and stuff like that, but at a certain point you start to go, it's fine because I learned something new in this last cycle. And then you start to think, in real life, you're like, why don't I give myself that brevity every day? Yeah. Why don't I? Why don't I go? It was fine that it was fine yesterday that I didn't do anything, but I learned something new. Yeah. And I'm, that's what it's really weird that that music in that game conveys that. I think that's awesome. That's oddly beautiful. Yeah. Well, just yeah. something that a lot like gives you. It's. The, that personal like um, productivity monster that we all have—that's just 
wanting Completely, and yeah. yearning to for us to be productive and to to create and to be like, well, you wasted a day if you didn't do this, this, that, or this or that. And it's like, well, no, that's it's not how it works. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's I feel like that just tied with anxiety for a lot of people is what keeps that sort of cyclical fuck i'm a failure i'm never gonna succeed i'm never gonna do that like in it keeps that going so the fact that a game is eliciting yeah. that type of hey take a second enjoy the day for what it is even if you didn't get anything done you've probably learned something today tomorrow's a new day and it'll be cool so go off yeah i mean <laughs> that's that's what you know um something to remember what... in this time of quarantine especially oh yeah i want to listen to the music now it's really good there's a ton of good songs on that on that thing the Outer Wilds is what it's I, called. Yeah, one of my dreams is to is to compose a video game soundtrack. That would be a dream for me. I was sending songs from the Transistor soundtrack earlier because they were just they're just there's some beautiful songs in that thing. Ooh. Mm. I like how Jake was like, "Oh, are we gonna do this?" I wasn't prepared at all. I know he wrote a fucking thesis <laughs> paper on it. <laughs> did like an audio essay <laughs> Truly. But not in a not in a mean way but just in a like he's like oh, i'm not prepared but he was like super prepared yeah she was just prepared. as a human <laughs> oh i did want to say anyway. one other thing that i forgot to mention i think we all forgot to mention um from the moulin rouge soundtrack is lady marmalade oh. <laughs> Um, with yeah. Christina Aguilera, Lil Kim, Maya, every and single, Every single part of that song in karaoke by my band. Every verse is good. Missy Elliott is also in that. I don't think we remember that, everybody. We don't know why. She Because she's the best, like, she is the most hype, hype man for a song like that. It was just, I mean, talk about fucking iconic moments in pop cultural history. That is the only part of Moulin Rouge that I'm like, yes, to. And Boz Lerman had nothing to do with it. Not the ending. <laughs> n- not the come what may ending that makes me ball no. like a no, child. No, no, it's Lady Marmalade. You oh want to know God. what makes me ball like a baby? Lil' Kim's verse <laughs> and Lady Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> I am tears. Oh. I am just like, also, Jake, why spend mine when I can spend yours? You know what I mean? Such a what? Yeah. You're such a pink stan. I think we both are. Like, yeah. we both love Pink so much, and she's in that, and her voice is great. And Christina Aguilera uh, is there. I'm not a Pink stan. I'm not a Pink stan. I feel like what? we talk about how much we both like Pink all the time. I definitely have never done that. Yes, you have. You're fucking lying. You're definitely that. excusing me with somebody Shut else. Up. No. <laughs> no, it you, was you. You legit, you legit said that on this podcast. Why don't you go back and listen to, why don't you go back and listen to the All-American Trivia Con? You want, well, We'll let the viewers decide. No, Jake, okay. this Write is. Write in and let us know. You're, you're, Jake's drunk. You're don't, foolish. Don't you dare yeah. play into this. I just, don't you dare um, play into this. Jake is hammered. Is she, is she even in <laughs> Mulan Rouge? <laughs> so this has been the Lousy Advice Podcast. Um, thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming. <laughs> please, please don't forget that we are releasing... And oh yeah, I forgot about on that. The 8- yeah, <laughs> we are releasing an EP on the 18th called "More Loud Lava Socks Records," um, and you can see or I guess listen to uh, our first single off of that on Saturday the 11th, which is going to be before. Bef- After, yeah, so, before this, yeah. it's fine. So it's more, fine. more, more loud advice now. 
for pre-order right now, the whole thing is on pre-order. Yeah. So like Shelby said, more lousy advice on the 18th. By the time this comes out, the single will be out. So you love it. You love it. You love it so much. Tell us how much you love it. You love us. Reach out. You love us. Ovs. Um, yeah, it's going to be a cool week. And then hopefully, um, like I was saying at the beginning, hopefully we'll have a music video by the time that it comes out. Um, I'm making a music video with sock puppets and cardboard. So it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be cute. I'm a big fan of what I've seen so far. Yeah, it's very. Me too. It's and very. I'm silly. very thankful for you doing that. Thanks. I'm having so much Me fun. Me too. Yeah. Thank you. I've just literally put on Community and like today for six hours I sat <laughs> on the ground cutting cardboard. Dude, and... I've been watching Community too. Oh, Since they show. put it on Netflix, and I don't I have, have to. Watch I have to thank you because that's more than what I did. Because I just played Transistor today, <laughs> and then I played Pyre today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went to I work. Did. It's not a contest, Jake. Give yourself some brevity, bro. I mean, you know, I just I'm just trying to consume content in this foreign time. Do it. Consume media. That's what it's for. I love you both. I'm hanging up the phone right okay, now. Okay, bye. Thank you. This has been the Lousy Vibe <laughs> Podcast. I love you guys. Um, I'll talk to you guys Keep later. It lousy. Keep it lousy. Keep it lousy. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>